Somewhere in this house, a secret is buried. But some secrets are better left unknown. I think she's starting to suspect something. Who? The people who brought you Scary Movie invite you to enter the realm of the supernatural. There's a poltergeist in this house. Your mother isn't here with us, Harris. you like to leave a message? I'll be sure that she gets it. Yes, Mom, will you get out of there, please? <laughs> See you later, Mrs. Harris. Every day. There's something going on in this house, Professor. It grows stronger. Hi, Kitty. <laughs> you want a piece of me? <laughs> How do you like that little pussy? But at night, <laughs> it just wants to fool around. So you want to play, huh? is growing increasingly more violent. We have to destroy it. How are we going to destroy something we can't see? I got it. <laughs> Scary Movie 2. Now let's split up. Wait a minute, hold up. How come you white people always say let's split up? She's right, we should just stick together. Yes! Okay, you three, follow me. Ain't that a Hello and welcome to Here's a Johnny's Reviews, the movie review podcast that'll slice and dice a bad movie or praise and put on a pedestal a good movie. Every month there is a theme and since it's November I'm doing scary movies or no scare November. I look at all five movies. Yes folks, they made five of these suckers and with a ridiculously huge profit from part one, part two was rushed out one year later. With most of the original cast back playing the same characters even though they were all killed, with no explanation why they're back, they're just back. Anyway, as I said, this was rushed out and according to the behind the scenes it was unplanned and it feels it too, with nothing written until the checks cleared. Yes, a great way to make a bloody well movie for fuck's sake, it's so bloody bad. So, here we have it, a rushed out sloppy sequel, taking the piss out of The Haunting, The House on Haunted Hill, Hollow Man, Poltergeist, Hill House, The Exorcist and What Lies Beneath. With its $45 million budget, this thing pulled in $141 million. Although, from the research I did, most of this was from people going to see the Jane Silent Bob Strikes Back trailer and just walking out. So, let's dive into this stoner comedy. And remember, I watch these bad movies so you don't have to. Starring Anna Ferris, Marlon Waynes, Sean Waynes, Regina Hall, Chris Masterson, Tory Spelling, Tim Curry and James Woods. Directed by Keen Waynes, The Plot. One year after events of this scary movie, Cindy is now in college along with Brenda, Ray and Shorty, even though... Uh, they were dead in the last movie, why the hell are they still alive? And how the hell did they get into college? I mean, they're bloody bumbling idiots. Moving on. <coughs> She's tricked by a pervy professor to spend a weekend in a haunted house to get an easy A. Or indeed, an easy lay. Can the group stop the ghosts or will they all die laughing? Hey, 
if they can renew Stokes, I can use a fucking joke. So, let's dive into this sucker, and much like a band-aid, rip it off as quickly as possible. Ah uh, yeah, I meant to say, I saw this in the cinemas back in 2001, it was packed, and I do not remember laughing once, even though I was bloody well drunk, because it was a long lunch, moving on, what a pub lunch at that. So, there you have it, even if a drunk stated me doesn't find it funny, then it's a shit movie. So, the movie opens up on Exorcist Spooth, check my archives because I've covered this horror classic, with Veronica Cartwright of Alien coming soon, playing Ellen Burstyn Rowe, uh, hosting a party, much like an original, except with Regan, oh sorry, Megan, played by Natasha Leone of American Pie, check my archives, Blade, check my archives again, and Orange is the New Black. Uh, she pisses the carpet, the mother rubs her fucking face in it, because that's funny, right? <coughs> First joke, and I'm never fucking toss the DVD out of the bloody machine. <coughs> so, the priests are called, young priest Father Harris, played by Andy Richter of Madagascar Movies, and the old priest Father McFeely, played by James Woods of Videodrome, Cat's Eye, and Family Guy. You know how this goes, slinging holy water, vomit, spinning heads, all done much better in Repossessed. Except this is a lame Amityville joke where James Woods, even, is gagged by botflies, except he's taking a shit. Ugh, toilet humour. On to the terrible puking scene that goes on for far too bloody well long, where not Regan pukes on the young priest, who then pukes on the old priest, who then pukes on Regan. LAME! This thing goes on for a good 40 seconds of an hour and 20 minutes movie, and it feels like it's a fucking 10 minute gag. It is just painfully unfunny. Also, this is done much, much, much better in Repossessed, but with holy water. In fact, just hunt down that 1990 movie and watch it. This is a much better bloody movie. But still, on with this lame duck. After James Woods, oh yes, and I've got to say, Marlon Brando was supposed to play this role, and indeed was paid one million dollars for the, uh, the, the, basically the role. Except he was sick, but he kept the money because typical Marlon bloody Brando. Anyway, once James Woods shoots a demon, uh, finally, after seven painfully unfunny minutes, the titles kick in. That's seven minutes of an hour and eighteen minute movie, for fuck's sake. Didn't I say this was rushed out and I think they used the fucking first draft of the script which was written over a bloody hazy drugs weekend I'm guessing. On to Cindy, played once again by Anna Ferris, and Shorty, played once again by Marlon Waynes, who somehow got to college even though they're fucking stupid as shit, and on to a ridiculously stupid parody of Save the Last Dance. Once beating up and mugging a student later, it's on to the spoof of Dude Was My Car, with Ray, once again played by Sean Waynes, playing the predatory gay again. His roommate buddy, played by Christopher Masterson, of Malcolm Middle fame, and his other roommate Tommy, played by James DeBello. De Anyway, they do the I was drunk last night, I got a tattoo part from Dude Was My Car, except the tattoos say Ray! Fucked me! Ray! Fuck! Uh, whatever. Because raping is funny, isn't it? Up next is our introduction to Brenda, once again played by Regina Hall. Also Alex, played by Tori Spelling of 90210 fame. She's their new BFF out of nowhere. And note, she was supposed to have a much more beefier role. 
and wasn't supposed to be one of the leads, but she refused to get her top off, so her part was cut down to a mere cameo. Charming. Also, there's a lot of stuff on the DVD, a lot of uh, cutscenes, that would actually make this movie a lot more funnier, or at least give it more substance, because apparently she's playing a crazy bitch who stalked a guy she saw in a coffee shop for months on end, then she just latches on to Brenda, then she latches on to Cindy. Um, so that would have been slightly more funnier, because she latched on to the ghost and da-da-da-da, moving on. So the three girls head to class, and here we meet Professor Oldman. Really, Professor Oldman? What was this, a fucking ten second? Played by the great Tim Curry of It, 1990. Rocky Horror Picture Show, Check My Archives, Clue, and Home Alone 2, Check My Archives. Also, one of my guilty pleasure movies, Charlie's Angels. Also a boat ton of cartoons. His assistant, wheelchair-bound Dwight, played by David Cross of LS Development. And his running joke is, he is in a wheelchair and needs no help, but more on that later. Also in the class is Theo, played by Kathleen Robertson of 90210 fame. They're all given maps to Hell House, which according to the Waynes, they didn't know this was a famous book and or horror movie. Really. And are told to spend the night there. Buddy hits on Cindy, but he's blown off and friend-zoned instantly. So they become, quote, friends, which is just an excuse for Buddy to treat Cindy like, quote, one of the guys, by giving her wedgies arm punches and chest slaps for some reason. That padded out is just a string of lazy jokes and bad writing, such as, quote, if you have any brains, you would take your ass home, but since you don't, follow this, blah, 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 blah. Also, the street names are Camp Crystal Lake, Amityville, Blair Woods, and Kane Mansion, all cheap, lazy jokes. Guess that's why it's only shown for one quick flash of a scene, but I just love the pause button. On to Hill House, which apparently is Wayne Mother from Batman 66. Cindy finds the house is all but empty, apart from a full-mouthed parrot voiced by Matt Friedman. She bumps into House Butler slash Handyman. Hansen, get it, because he's a handyman, so he's called Hansen, plus he's got a deformed hand, therefore it's Hans, or oh, whatever. Played by Chris Elliott of The Abyss, a Groundhog's Day, there's something about Mary, Dance Flick, and Shit's Creek. His running joke is he has a small, deformed, gross-looking hand. Because handicaps are funny, isn't that right? <laughs> Turns out Cindy looks just like the wife of the former owner of the house and the ones who's haunting the place, Kane, played by Richard Mall of House, check my archives, Evil Speak, Night Court, uh, Jingle All The Way, Spiders 2, again, check my archives, and a boatload of cartoons. Much like in House and Haunted Hill remake, the house is filled with hidden cameras and are being watched 24-7 by Professor Oldman and Dwight. Up next to take on a film of Bird is Dwight and Shorty. And this goes on for a good minute too long. The jokes are bloody well unfunny. Professor Oldman tells a group at dinner, the history of the house, that this is indeed the same house at the start of the movie with the exorcism. On to the handyman food scene, which is just lame, gross-out humour, with him licking the chicken and using his gross little hand to serve the food. And this is just utterly revolting, frankly. On to another joke advert, this time it's Nike, which I never really got, with basketballs. Uh, that joke goes on for a good minute and a half too bloody well long. I mean, as I said, this is only an hour and 80 minute movie, yet you have about 
10 minutes of overstretched, lame-ass jokes, yet you have 50 minutes of cutscenes on a DVD? What the f... <sighs> Cindy is then contacted by Caroline, the ghost of the of Kane's ex-wife, so she and Buddy check out a hidden room, and here Cindy finds out she looks exactly like the ex-wife, also finds a magical chest that holds the whole secrets of the house. And note, due to this movie and the running jokes about the size of her boobs, Anna Fennis got a boob job, because that's how you deal with your bullies, isn't it? Oh, good see. Next, Alex is raped by Kane, the Entity Style, which is a really bizarre, fucked up early 80s horror movie, which I don't suggest anybody watch, it's just fucking gross. Except she likes it and falls in love because rapes are funny. Uh, as Cindy opens a chest, she's attacked by the house cat in a lame rocky bit. Up next is the Portuguese parody with Ray and the Clown. Except when the clown comes to life and pulls Ray under the bed, Ray rapes it because rape is always funny. Uh, as Cindy uh, reads the diary, she finds in the chest she's shown what happened to Caroline in a What Lies Beneath parody, in which Cindy turns into Ray as she seduces the professor. Uh, next is Shorty turned into a joint by the weed monster, which I'm guessing is a parody of Poltergeist. The next morning, once Cindy explains about the ex-wife of the diary and how she thinks he killed her, also another joke about the size of her boobs and her looks, Buddy finds out it's all faked as he follows Professor down to the basement laboratory. When he tells the group, Theo goes to seduce Dwight to get the keys from him to escape the house because the gates are locked and they're locked inside the house. Except he doesn't want her to give him a blowjob because he can do it himself. And this lame joke runs throughout the entire movie as Dwight is a proud disabled, sorry, differently abled, let's get it bloody PC, person. And could do everything himself, taking to the extreme, i.e. going upstairs with no chairlift or indeed any help, dragging his wheelchair behind her because taking the piss out of cripples is funny, isn't it? Meanwhile, the professor is killed by the vengeful ghost of the mistress, much like in House and Haunted Hill remake. By the way, I'm going to do these movies next November, so yay. Actually, next October. <laughs> yay. <clears throat> the group hear this and all run to the basement lab, where Dwight gives them all thermal glasses and light guns, much like they do in Holloman and A House in Haunted Hill 1959, which is coming soon, also. So they split up and hunt down the poltergeist, with the joke being the Whites want to split up, but Brenda and company don't, so Dwight takes the girls and Buddy, leaving Brenda with Ray and Shorty, because race jokes are funny, aren't they? Uh, race jokes are loud. bad as fucking fart jokes. Buddy and Sunday find a furnace finding burned Florida voting forms because jokes and Ken's burned skeleton which comes alive and attacks Cindy so much like in House and Haunted Hill 1959 it chases her to Brenda as Buddy runs away because he's a coward however Brenda points out it's just a skeleton and wouldn't you be scared of Callista Flockard and pulls it apart range and some sort of dog thing as it runs off Kane attacks Buddy, and what else? The other running joke of this movie, a wedgie. So Sunday shoots her gun at the pipes Kane is heading on, much like in Hollow Man, and they escape to the lab. 
and this whole Hollow Man thing went on and on and on in the special features, while she's throwing her blood packs, like doing Hollow Man, to find out where the ghost is, but the joke is the blood is needed for a transplant, so they kill the- oh, whatever. Moving on. Meanwhile, Alex is hunting down Kane to tell him she loves him, as he finds the love notes all around the hidden room from earlier, and she's just some sort of crazy stalker bitch as Kane kills her with a chandelier to her head. Next, Shorty gets laid by Kane's mistress's ghost, the one that killed the professor. See, she's gorgeous from the neck down, but to hide her ghost face thing, he puts a paper bag on her head because... funny. Back to Buddy and Cindy, who are attacked by Kane and locked in deep freeze, much like they do in Hollow Man, except this scene... As I said, this scene was taken further and further, and she threw around the blood and blah 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 blah. But apparently this was cut for time reason, although why? This thing is barely an hour and 18 minutes, why the hell wouldn't you just inject some more fuel into this movie because it desperately bloody well needs it. And here it is, the unfunny joke with Dwight trying his hardest upstairs without any help. This is 40 seconds of painfully, painfully, painfully long unfunny shit. Uh, back with Buddy and Cindy, as Buddy tricks Cindy into giving a hand job to keep him warm for reasons. Much like in Skidding Movie 1, she gets splattered with a gallon of cum because her new jokes are funny, right? Yay! Up next is Dwight taking on Kane in wheelchairs, which I'm guessing is taken from the Changeling. Mm. Anyway, Dwight loses the duel and falls to his death after refusing help from Hansen, the handyman. Also, something about tyres and. I'm guessing that's a John Woo reference. I have no idea. <clears throat> Hansen is taken over by Kane, and this leads to the Charles Angels bit. But first is the Hannibal, check my archives, brain serving bit as Hansen has Shorty tied to a chair, much like Lecter does to Ray Le Leotor's character from Hannibal, and feeds him his own brain. Except he has no brain, he has got this screeching rapper, what's his name, Beetlejuice in there, going, eh, crazy drugs and blah blah blah. Mm. Moving on, Brenda, Theo and Cindy kick Hansen's ass Charles Angels style, complete with bad slow-mo, bad wire foo, and a lot, even with smacking a bitch up by the prodigy playing, because that's not a parody, that's a bloody reference. Uh, moving on. Back to Buddy, who is still in the lab, as Ray joins him in the lab, as Dwight isn't dead, so he uses Ray to carry him around, belted to his back, kind of like they're doing Alien Resurrection, coming soon. And this bit doesn't make any bloody sense. Meanwhile, back for the girls, Hansen is too strong for Cindy. However, she does the whole crouching tiger hidden dragon stick, and this somehow forces Kane out as Hansen explodes. I don't know, camel toe joke? Moving on. <laughs> In the lab, Dwight has rigged up some sort of ghost trap, as used an entity which will trap Kane forever. So Cindy calls him out, and much like they do in the ending of The Haunting, 1999, he flies down the stairs, except this one he trips and falls flat on his face, because... trip jokes? With Kane now trapped in the ghost trap and exercised, everyone is alive! As one... sorry, two months later, Cindy kept the bird which shits himself to death, Buddy and her are in a relationship, Hansen comes back to life, to get Cindy, however much like in Scary Movie 1, he's run over by Shorty in his car as he's getting a blowjob from the sexy ghost as credits roll on this unfunny, rushed out sequel. 
and apparently there was two, three uh, deleted scenes where it turns out Cindy was actually in the house alone all along and her friends were ghosts from the previous movie because James Wynn goes in and saves her soul and blah 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 blah. The other one is, um, again it's all in her head but James Wynn has to bless the house by going for another shit and I think that's about it. I mean, it's kind of weird. That's why they cut the things, I'm guessing. But anyway, that's me rambling on a lot of crap. So, that was Scary Movie 2. Unoriginal, unfunny, just crude, rude for the sake of it. This is just a waste of 72 minutes. Avoid this turkey at all bloody well cost. I'm going to give this thing a woefully pathetic 1 out of 10. Still, come back next week for Scary Movie 3 and the rest of the franchise to complete No Scare Vember. December is Festive Fear 2, such as Child's Play, Better Watch Out, Krampus, and A Christmas Horror Story. January is John Gavinder Classics 2, which is The Thing, Escape from New York, and Big Trouble in Little China. February is Love Sucks, which is Vampire Movies. And March is B-Movie March Madness, such as The Stuff, because you can't get enough of that wonderful stuff. So don't forget to share, like, comment and subscribe. Also follow me on Twitter at Here's Johnny's Pod and email me more suggestions too. Here's Johnny's Reviews at gmail.com. Check out my other horror franchise podcasts of Hellraiser, Underworld, Resident Evil and more. Also my solo podcast of The Fog, Dracula, Jason vs. Freddy and many, many more. A bye. Now I'm off to watch House on Haunted Hill 1959 and wash this piece of shit out of my memory. Mind. Tatty bye.